0: Hello, guys, and welcome to another edition of Luke's English Podcast. Oh, actually, Zdeněk's English Podcast, excuse me. I needed to say this kind of lame joke, because I'm in the process of calming myself down. Uh, Basically, I'm quite angry at the moment. Why am I angry? Well, it's as easy as this. My computer has just switched off by itself. Okay, I know you, you, you can object that this just sometimes happens yeah it does of course but uh, the thing is that I was in the in the middle of recording this podcast and I had already had about 12 minutes of a wonderful material and just like that it was all gone so all my hard work was in vain and now I'm recording this actually again normally this doesn't happen at all to my computer and I don't know what went wrong it's been like Uh, over a year since this happened last time and I was wondering why why this happened I I thought maybe it's Luke himself who hacked into my computer after having listened to my last episode maybe his impression was that it was just so good that maybe it could it could endanger his position on the podcast market and maybe he was afraid of competition I don't know yeah Uh, I'm so angry that I even decided that I would implement some expressions in English which have to do with anger. Here you go. I hope you find them useful. Okay, I've done a bit of research and I found a website um, online-english-lessons.eu slash WordPress slash 2011 slash 10 slash idioms dash to dash express dash anger slash okay kind of long and there is a tractor and on the tractor you can see about three sheep I don't know what this means but there is there are several expressions which you might find useful and they are all related to anger so if something annoys you or irritates you it gets it gets your goat now you know what a goat is? It's kind of a domestic animal, and if you say it really gets my goat, it really ma- gets my goat when my computer switches off, this is like saying you are really really angry uh, Another expression which seems to be useful is to see a rat and this is really this is really understandable where this where this comes from. I guess it comes from the bullfights um, when the bulls see a rat. They, they kind of go more aggressive okay so if a person sees red they are very angry so uh... when my computer switched off I really saw red Okay, I'm wondering if you could say a different different color uh, in place of red there and maybe it would have some meaning actually because English it's a very interesting language and uh... you might find out that there hundreds and thousands of expressions which became old-fashioned or they're just uh, not used anymore or uh, on the other hand new expressions are still being created um, in the process okay so another one could be it's getting on my nerves Uh, this is again quite simply understandable and uh, you can say that your computer is getting on your nerves every time it slows down which happens to Windows uh, quite often Uh, you will have to agree with me with me on this one Uh, if you have Windows any any sort of version basically gets on your nerves on daily basis or you could say it makes your blood boil so uh, in my case when my computer turned off it made my blood boil So when your blood boils you are again very angry okay or you can be hopping mad now hopping is the activity you do when you sort of skip up and down and um jump up and down yeah so um i was hopping mad when my computer uh when my computer turned off it was kind of an unstoppable movement like like an instinct uh, the first thing I did when it happened. You can also go ballistic. Now I sometimes use this expression myself and which uh, for which I have to praise myself of course. Now I I, it's, I know you're laughing now but the thing is for me as a non-native speaker it is kind of a challenge uh, to remember all these expressions, all the idioms. So uh, what happens is that uh, for some reason you 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 happen to remember uh, several expressions but it's really hard it's really hard to kind of keep it in in mind and it happened that i have this expression go ballistic there and i am I'm, I'm really glad i'm really glad so if if you go ballistic you're really you're really angry c- uncontrollably and violently angry um so this is exactly what happened to me when when my computer turned off by itself i went ballistic you can just simply blow your top or just blow up uh, or blow a fuse okay so these are the last expressions connected to anger i think this is enough you try to remember at least some of them um, and maybe if you remember one uh, actively so that actively i by actively i mean that you're actually able to use it when you need to use it then well done uh, you did a good job but uh, it's a good it's good uh, Think to remember uh, the rest of the expressions passively as well if you know what I mean there is actually another reason why I'm quite angry and that is football guys I'm usually happy when it comes to football but this time I'm really angry because I, I've just I've just returned from football match and we lost and I did really suck we lost to a shit team we lost 4-2 I even managed to waste a glorious opportunity when I was going one-on-one against the keeper and for some reason I hit his leg even though there was so much space everywhere else but I just couldn't do it I don't like such 100% opportunities because there is so much responsibility that basically rests on you at that moment that it, it actually makes you think too much about it and sometimes you just fail I'm sure I'm not the only one to whom this happened okay but still, it made me really angry and we were even leading 2-0 in the halftime and at the end the score was 4-0 for the opposite team. And it's, it was a shit team. By shit team, pardon my language, but I have to say this because it was a terrible, terrible team. Uh, they, they were really rubbish, they were playing so badly, but we still lost to them, which kind of makes the loss even worse and all the emotions about around about it. Imagine if he lost to Barcelona or, or Real Madrid or uh, Chelsea or Manchester United. Come on! If he lost to these teams, it would be kind of decent loss, wouldn't it? But if you lose to a shit team, like for example a Tottenham Hotspur or Wigan or maybe Stoke, if you lose to these kinds of teams, it's uh, all you can do is just to go ballistic or just blow your fuse understandably because they're such bad teams that this is the only thing that really you can do about it it's a a, a little bit laughable matter because the league I'm playing in it's not it's not a Premier League it's not Gambrinus Liga it's not Primera División or La Liga nothing of the sort guys I am playing in the lowest division possible in the Czech Republic and we sometimes nickname this division uh, in a kind of a pejorative term and that is primeval forest league this term was uh, coined by the creators of uh, a popular Czech tv series uh, okresní přebor okay and if you say primeval primeval forest league it kind of, it kind of makes it sound uh, funny and uh, everybody from this circle of uh, of of this kind of football of low 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 division and it's like a, it's like a village football they always have fun when they hear this name oh bitch sorry guys i've just killed a mosquito in my room and uh, it deserved it did it deserve to die cuz it was sucking on my blood and i really hate this and especially the buzzing sound at night ah it just makes me cringe well, i'm happy i actually killed it and i do apologize to s- all sorts of animal uh, lovers or some, uh, I don't know, animal rights groups who think that I'm doing something something really really bad and I'm hurting or I'm damaging the environment by doing so. Um, I didn't tell you everything. Um, apart from being double angry, I'm also double happy for two reasons it's kind of makes it balanced the uh my sort of mood or the state that i'm in currently um it makes it balance it's like the chinese philosophy what's it called uh, you know the symbol uh, like good and bad if it's balanced in you it's like what the life is about i don't know is it called Xin or something like that um please uh, tell me because i don't i don't remember i forgot um, so it's balanced. Uh, or, second point of view is that it's ambivalence. Ambivalence means that you have mixed uh, emotions which are often contradic- contradictory. Uh, so it's like you're happy and unhappy at the same time. Yeah, it can happen. Or you're in love at, and, and at the same time you're heartbroken because your love is not returned. Yeah. So ambivalent em- uh, emotions are actually quite common. So this is exactly the state I'm in at the moment and um let me tell you why okay so um i'm happy because i have received some positive feedback comments from from you listeners uh, which makes me really really happy and um i'm glad i'm glad that you try to communicate with me and uh, you understand why i'm doing this and uh, maybe you want to participate now you know this podcast i've uh, i haven't done for a long time and it it's kind of problem for me because I haven't done enough promotion promotion means like advertisement Uh, it means like uh, I haven't taught many people about it Uh, you know because I need some some uh, listeners to do this because otherwise it would be just ridiculous me talking into microphone even though this is the this is the very reason I'm doing this to improve my English so i actually it seems like I wouldn't need any listeners but uh, of course I do. So at least four, five, six, seven or maybe eight listeners uh, to k- kick off this podcast and sort of help me out um, by uh, encouraging me, encouraging me uh, doing the podcast. It's really, it's really helpful, you know. But uh, only my Facebook friends know about this podcast, to be frank. And some, some of them don't have time. Uh, sudden, some of them just hate, naturally hate English. Some of them uh, maybe hate pod- podcasts uh, or, or for some of them the podcasts are too long or, or they, I don't know, they just hate uh, listening or they just hate spending time this way or just they just hate using computer for such reasons. Or they just maybe hate me. I think this is normal that y- you sometimes have friends like Facebook friends and uh, uh they're not really your friends. I mean, most of them, let's hope, are your friends or at least some acquaintances with with whom you have some positive experience, maybe. But uh, there are bound to be some which really don't like you and they don't wish you good luck. They they wish they don't wish you success. They wish you failure, which is kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's that's what happens. Uh, come on. Uh, put your put your uh, put your uh, hand on your heart and tell me uh, how many of your Facebook friends are your real real friends? I don't I don't think I don't think it's it's a high percentage. I mean, uh, those kind of people you would you would trust, you would confess, you would tell them your your deepest uh, your 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 um what's the what's the collocation deepest secret? Maybe I don't know. I'll I'll go for this one for for the time being so guys maybe maybe you could help me you could give me advice how how i could promote my podcast i'll be really great glad- grateful if you did that and uh it could it could really help me it could really help me out so this is the first reason i'm really happy and the second one it's even more interesting it looks like i'm going to feature touchwood touchwood i'm going to feature in luke's english podcast yeah guys, it seems like it's true. It seems like it's really happening. I I'm really excited. I'm over excited about it already. Yeah. I need to do the touch wood once again. Actually, maybe I should do it three times. Yeah. Touch wood. Uh, before Luke changes his mind, actually. Yeah. I shouldn't count my chickens before they are hatched. This is if you do this, you might you might really uh be disappointed you might just uh um again offend your luck you might be blasphemic okay so okay you maybe you're wondering what's going on about now um maybe zenyek um maybe it, you know it's kind of your job to explain what this is all about and you haven't said you haven't said anything at all yet so go for it now zenyek please tell us something tell us something useful finally it's just um, bollocks you're talking here, basically. Okay, guys. Okay, listeners. Here, here it is. And uh, um, Luke asked me to record a message, uh, which which was kind of his response to my comment to his uh, one episode called "Ping Rilla" story, which I particularly find entertaining and interesting. I have listened to it about five times. I love this episode. I love his sense of humor. This is an episode in which Luke tells a story, and it's all improvised. Uh, it means he is making the story up as he goes, you know. So he doesn't have um, he doesn't have a script for it. It's just uh, he uses his imagination on the spot, and I find this really extremely hilarious. And I I loved it so much that I wrote a, a long comment to it. And then I exchanged several messages to Luke and uh, I told him that I would be really happy if he made another one like that. And Luke said he's going to, of course, and uh, he he asked me to write, a compose a message for him in which I would explain the benefits of um, such episodes, the benefits for the listeners and learners of English. Uh, He wants me to explain how um, you listeners, the learners of English, can... Uh, learn from this. Um, what's what's? Why is this episode particularly good for learners of English? And I, uh, of course, I, um, uh, I, uh, I'm more than happy to to do this because uh, for me Luke is like an idol. You know, this podcast is it's all inspired by Luke. And later on, I'm going to talk about his podcast and to tell you a bit more about it. And uh, so I couldn't say no. Of course. And uh, I, I sent him a message, and I even recorded a short voice message, short introduction, and it's it's going to be uh, a big, big event in my life, basically, maybe the biggest event in my life of all times, after the graduation from a university or or something. I don't know. Yeah, we will see. Now I'm I'm really happy, guys, about it. I'm quite ecstatic. I'm even over the moon. Um, well, maybe I'm I'm even further. I don't know. Maybe I'm over over Mars or Jupiter or or Saturn or or I'm just over the sun. Now I, I don't think I don't think they say it in English. They just say over the moon if they're if somebody is really really happy. And I couldn't even sleep when uh, uh, when Luke asked me to do this. Uh, this is how excited I was about it. Um, because I look up, look up, uh, to, uh, look up to him so much. I look up to Luke. I look up to Luke, so much, and I like to follow his footsteps at least a little bit. Okay, um, yeah. So what's on agenda for today, actually? Okay, so this episode is still called Massive Project, and I'm becoming uh, more and more unhappy about the naming of the episodes. I kind of messed up. I I know, but. Uh, <laughs> This is uh massive projects part three, and it looks like I'm going to do massive projects part four so it's just uh next time I'll have to do my best to keep the podcast a bit shorter because it's becoming too long, and what I need to do is then I need to cut it into several parts and it doesn't it doesn't seem to be uh, uh, i don't know it doesn't seem to be logical or or stru- st- uh, well structured. And this is exactly what I don't want to have here. But you must understand, I am not a professional. I'm still learning how to do this. And uh, gradually, I'm sure I I will improve in doing this. Now I'd like to finally talk about those massive projects which were initially in the title of the episode part one, episode part two. And now... In part three, here it is. So, I'm going to talk about first helpforenglish.cz and then Luke's English podcast. Helpforenglish.cz is a website for learners of English and it is run by Marek Wied, a guy, a teacher from the Czech Republic it was created by himself and also his friend Petr Hudík who is kind of a Mr. Invisible Petr Hudík is the IT guy, the programmer the one who gives his website some sense and graphical design someone who is kind of in a shadow actually because it's in the in the foreground It's usually Marek and uh, who is Marek? Marek Vít is a guy Uh, with a degree, with a university degree, and he has actually the same degree like me. He studied at the same school in Pardubice, and uh, um, he has got a lot of teaching experience, and uh, he even worked as a university teacher at the school where I and him previously studied. And I, I remember him in my fifth year of studies uh, as a teacher there even though I didn't have any seminars or lectures with him. Marek is a huge authority in the circle of English teachers and I'm glad that I have the privilege to know him personally and I can even address him in second-person singular. Now this is something that we do in Czech language yeah, uh, that we address our friends or people we know quite well in second-person singular uh my it's like my youngest students uh, what am I saying just my all my students cannot address me uh, in second person singular especially the Czech students uh because it would be kind of showing disrespect so they have to address me in second person plural okay Marek is uh, the European teacher of year 2010 as far as I'm concerned now I'm really sorry if it's a different year but I think it's 2010 or 2009 or something like that so he is a very very popular teacher and what made him popular was his website now I know Marek also because I was a classmate of his wife who who, who is also an English teacher so it's like an English teaching family and I was her classmate for five years of the studies Her name is Misha and I'd like to say hi to her if she's listening to this podcast, which I'm kind of doubting because she's a busy girl because obviously she has two children and when you have children, you don't have much time for listening to podcasts like this, I guess. So what is actually helpforenglish.cz? As I said, it's a website which is full of uh, hundreds and hundreds of materials for English learners. their tests, articles, um, various tables, tips for learners, everything is there and it's all for free. Yes, maybe I forgot to tell you the most important thing. This is in Czech. So those learners who most benefit of this would be the Czech learners of English because the explanations are done in Czech, which doesn't actually decrease the value of the material because I think it's simply brilliant and uh, Marek has spent like let's say half of his uh, life basically doing this and uh, it's like his baby Uh, he has put in so much effort um, enthusiasm and his website has become over the years very popular and it has attracted many learners of English of all sorts of levels, because this is aimed at all all levels of English, uh, from elementary up to uh, up to intermediate and even advanced learners, and uh, even the teachers can um, practice their English and uh, they can get there a lot of interesting material for their for their uh, own teaching. And I happily uh, go to this website and. And uh, download some material myself, especially the um, theoretical explanations of grammatical points uh, such as the conditionals. It is well structured, well, structured, well explained uh, with good examples, and uh, I use it in my, in my class quite often. The, the popularity of the website also stems from the fact that it's kind of interactive. Whenever you want to ask a question about a tricky problem in English, for example, Mark is more than happy happy to to answer you the question in in one of his fora It's just inspirational the way he treats his fans it's simply inspirational and they understand him as an authority they do i have done uh i've taken a lot of his tests there, and uh, sometimes i i would i would get frustrated with his really really tricky questions uh have, you see mark is sometimes a nitpicker uh, he pokes at uh, trick trickiest english grammatical things and he he, he uh, studies this consults this with some uh, reliable sources like um i don't know michael Swan or or maybe even the the most famous linguist whose name I can't for some reason remember now? David Crystal, yeah of course David Crystal. How could I have forgotten? It's like a Bible. His encyclopedia of English language is like a Bible to me. Especially if you are a Czech learner I do recommend you check out his website. I mean you can check out Marek's website, helpforenglish.cz But of course if you want to check out David Crystal's website you are more than welcome to. But the thing is, I don't even know if he has one. If he has one, I'm sure it is pretty amazing as well. And now I'd like to move on to Luke's English podcast. But before I do that, I want to sort of um, have a transition between these two massive projects, because I myself decided to, to put these two topics together for a reason, because I can see a clear link. Uh, between the two massive projects and that is their authors, the the godfathers of these two projects are people who have a lot of things in common I guess. They're both teachers they're both in their thirties and they are both very successful both their projects are one of the most popular things on the internet uh, there is and they uh, both have a lot of fans, they're both musicians, they uh, understand music, they can play musical instruments and uh, I think they are even both uh, quite funny, they have good sense of humor and they both want to uh, be friendly and uh, they want to communicate with their listeners or, 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 or in Mark's case with the readers and this is something that I find particularly inspiring And I would like to um, employ this attitude they have even in my own project. But now let's have a look at Luke. Let's have a look at Luke. What was this called uh, when you were learning about literature at university? I think it was called alliteration. When you have, it's like alliterative verse. It means that you have um, a lot of words which are starting with the same letter. And in an, in old English, it used to be, it used to be considered verse. So if I say, let's have a look at Luke, uh, it, there it's like verse actually. So I'm a, it's a bit poetry. You're getting here, listeners. It's poetry. You're getting in my podcast now. It's not just pure bollocks. It's even some poetry, some literature, some lofty, elevated style. And you have the privilege to get all this for free. Okay, enough of this, let's concentrate on Luke's English podcast now. Luke's English podcast is a podcast for learners of of English as a second language. It is run by Luke, an English teacher from Great Britain, who is currently living in Paris. He is also performing there some stand-up comedy, because Luke is not only a podcaster and English teacher, but also a stand-up comedian. His podcast has been here for quite quite a while now. I don't know, let's say four years. I'm don't, I don't know precisely. But the thing is, there are over 130 episodes already, which you can listen to. And most of them have around one hour. So it's a lot of listening material for learners of English. You can listen to Luke's podcast on teacherluke.podomatic.com teacherlook.podomatic, that is p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c dot com. One question suggests itself, and that is, who is this podcast aimed at? What kind of learner can most benefit from uh, listening to this? I believe this podcast is suitable for intermediate level and higher, I think, and to be honest, I even tried it with my students who are of lower levels like elementary or pre-intermediate. I think these levels are not going to really enjoy this because they will find it quite hard to follow, especially because Luke uh, uses a lot of um, colorful vocabulary there and it might it might uh, be difficult for such learners. Luke's English podcast features authentic British English it's natural English as it is really spoken. Uh, Luke uses a lot of phrasal verbs, idiomatic language, which kind of makes it sound natural. And you can really learn the expressions which you don't normally learn at schools just by listening to it. Because Luke is uh, really fond of uh, trying to imitate various accents, this is what you can listen to sometimes on his podcasts. He can do the accents, which is really hilarious as well. Luke is an educated man, so the way the way he speaks English is really understandable, clear, even though he uses a lot of idiomatic language and various uh, chunks chunks of British English expressions. It's still pretty much understandable. He is a teacher, he knows what he is doing. He knows he's de- he's dealing with some students who f- who may find it hard to understand if he if he doesn't speak clearly. So this is per- just perfect. Don't you don't need to be afraid that you're going to listen to some street English. This is authentic English, but it's really really distinctively clear. Luke's English podcast comprises of I told you about 130. Uh, or or more, even more episodes and uh, each episode is kind of different, unique Um, and you can divide uh, Luke's English podcast into sort of different kinds of episodes those where he explains, in which he explains some language, Uh, those where, where he deals with grammar and there are loads of episodes where he just talks about himself, about his life, sometimes he invites uh, over some some of his friends or family members uh, to have dialogues with these episodes are really interesting sometimes he just um, speaks whatever pops up in his mind so he he doesn't have anything prepared it's just all improvised and uh, my favorite episodes are those where he just uh, improvises a story Uh, this is simply uh, perfect. It's because Luke has this specific kind of humour which is uh, based on typical British humour, so it's a bit dry. Sometimes the jokes at first sight might seem a little bit lame, but uh, actually this is funny for me. I don't know if it's funny for you, you have to check out for yourselves. And uh, sometimes Luke just uh, uses this kind of deprecating humour, self-deprecating humour. This is something that British Typically, do sometimes he makes fun of some stereotypes, but it's all done in a nice way that it's not really insulting. So I'm sure you'll enjoy his his um, sense of humor, like I like I do. Yeah, there is a lot of sarcasm and irony as well, of course, and uh, word play. You know, play with the language. It's just what a comedian should be able to do, and it's all in one package. You get fun. And you are also learning English because you are you are being exposed to to loads of English language bits and expressions, and this is how you learn. This is uh, one method, which is uh, called I think Krashen's Ac- theory of acquisition, which says that you learn English by by natural apro- approach, that is just by listening to others, to have a load loads of exposure to to the language itself so um, and it goes against the traditional grammar translation methods and or, or sometimes called direct methods in which you learned uh, just by uh, listening to teachers lectures and then trying try to apply apply some grammatical rules, did a lot of drills and exercises of course this is still valid for nowadays but uh, Natural approach is becoming more and more um, recognized, more acknowledged. And I think what Luke does is a mixture of both, but he mostly focuses on this natural approach. He gives you the language, you listen to it, he gives you an opportunity to find out for yourself if you're interested in some vocabulary, and sometimes he even explains some difficult ones. Perfect, simply perfect. Just a quick reminder, Luke promised that I would be going to feature in one of his episodes, one of his future episodes, those kind of episodes when he just improvises the story. Like the Pink Gorilla story episode, which is my uh best, best favorite or most favorite episode ever. Yeah. So don't freak out if you actually hear me in one of the future episodes episodes of Luke's English Podcast, well, I'm going to be famous, I think it's gonna take maybe just five minutes, yeah, not longer, but still, yeah, it's something, come on, Luke's English Podcast, it has so many listeners, maybe about 5,000 more listeners than I do, so it's like, so this is like my podcasting dream coming true, isn't it, yeah, I think best if you check the podcast out for yourselves i just gave you the idea what this is all about and uh, the best the best thing you can do is to just go to to the website and listen to one of the episodes perhaps the latest ones it's really up to you because the the, the topics of each episodes are really um uh, really different uh, it's about music it's about culture it's about films it's about sometimes nonsense uh, about sports really interesting yeah of course this applies to uh, helpforenglish.cz as well yeah it's best if you just can go and check it out for yourselves okay guys I think um, I think I have said enough uh, and it's time for me to say goodbye and uh, I have to uh, I have to tell you one more thing at the beginning of this podcast, I told you I have just played a football match, which is, I used present perfect there, which may, which kind of means that it, it happened today. Well, now, now as I'm ending this podcast, it's actually one week later. This is because I uh, couldn't do the podcast in one bit and I finished it today. And today, well, I, I, it's one week later, so I should be playing another football match But this is not happening because it's bloody raining here. I have just received a Facebook message from my listener Yahya uh, from Saudi Arabia, my ex-student, who nicely summarized this kind of weather in one sentence. He said, it's raining elephants and whales, which uh, made me really laugh. It's kind of an allusion to the English idiom it's raining cats and dogs and when you say it's raining elephants and whales it kind of means that it's raining even more and the drops, uh, the raindrops are really big and there's so many puddles all around here now that I don't know it looks like we, we are going to we are going to have some floods in the Czech Republic sadly and uh, this place around me is really becoming wetter and wetter and I think if you're uh, into water polo this is just the best opportunity for you to go out and practice, do some training, yeah, because this is really unbelievable. And it has been raining like this for for uh, some t- quite some time now, about three days, but today is just so heavy. Okay, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening and for your attention. And uh, until next time, bye!